0: This is the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. I'm Kane Hall, and I'll be keeping you up to date with all the local sport with my trusted psychic, me, Danny Shaw, as we preview the weekend sport in action every Friday from 7 till 8.
1: Yes, hello, and good evening to everybody. Hope you're all well. You might be a bit confused that I am opening today's show but at the moment Kane is in the corner feeling a little bit sorry for himself because, well, he's a little bit ill today. And as you might be able to tell, I'm starting to get it myself so I think Kane's passed it on to me as well. Yeah. So I, I might be feeling sorry for myself next week.
0: Sorry about that, Danny. It's all
1: good, my friend.
0: But I am definitely feeling sorry for myself at the minute. he has got a bit of, as, as what you would call, man flu or uh, in uh, terms as it is now gender neutral flow, hmm. <laughs> um, so I am feeling a bit sorry for myself. Danny welcome. Helen, who has said welcome to two, to twenty twenty.
1: Oh, of course yeah the first show of the year and the decade. Yeah. Ooh.
0: I know it sounds amazing don't it? <laughs> twenty twenty and the Kane Sport show is still going. We've still got listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Only just about But we've still got them Did you have a nice New Year Danny A nice Christmas
1: uh, It was relatively standard To be fair um, Nothing Nothing amazing happened um, Washed a few fireworks Out the window And that oh, you got it. to. Have
0: you been wearing Your Christmas present
1: I, I did try it on. It does fit. I'm happy to yes. report back. Yes. Get it. Um, I'm still undecided whether or not to to wear it or to like hang it up or something like that. So I'll let you know when I when I figure it out. Myself. Yeah,
0: I think I think you should definitely get in touch with him and see if he'll sign it for you.
1: That's probably not a bad idea actually as well. Th- with, with Twitter and stuff like that. I it'll think he it would. He'll be around. It probably would.
0: And I uh, I bought myself a nice little present as well
1: the other day. You did? Oh, of course I know what it is. Do you? <laughs> I do. Is it the the television, no, 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 oh, no, something no.
0: Else. even better. All right, um, I've got a signed Stephen Gerrard shirt mm. from 2005 and a Champions League medal. Wow, uh,
1: yeah. Oh, eh? how did you get
0: that? I know. I've got <laughs> these contacts that I have, Danny. Wow, wow, well, I'll show you what it is, what it's like later. It's it's amazing. I'm waiting wait for my dad to. To put it up for me, though. <laughs> said he'd do it for well, me could earlier. You, could you not do it? Come me on, me a hammer, and
1: a drill. A hammer and... You don't need a drill. You so do.
0: A hammer and a nail. No, we've got concrete walls. Ah. Uh, so I need a drill. Yeah. And when I'm feeling like this, last thing I want to be doing is holding a drill. It's... Oh, it's a two-minute job, mate. That's what you think. Plus, I'd only make a mess and my mum would kill me. The Kane Hall Sports Show on
1: HWD Hospital Radio.
0: So we had a bit of a, a big fixture weekend, didn't we, for the football, Danny? We
1: did, yeah. We had over 10 fixtures.
0: Over 10 or 10. It might
1: have been 10, exactly. 10, actually.
0: exactly. Yeah. And we'll start with just before New Year. And Huddersfield Town beat Blackburn 2-1. Leeds beat Birmingham away in a thrilling 5-4 victory. Bradford beat Mansfield at home 2-0. Halifax won at home 1-0. They beat Chesterfield. And... Liversidge, they beat Bottlesford Town 4 2 away. On New Year, Hurisfield got a beating. <laughs> uh, they lost to Stoke at home 5 2. West Brom and Leeds, top of the table clash in the Championship, they drew 1 all Bradford beat Morecambe at home 1 0. Halifax drew to Stockport 0 0. And in the West Yorkshire non league derby, Brighouse lost to Osset United four nil, Danny, didn't they? Some yeah. some big big results are there.
1: Some yeah, definitely a lot of goals as well in quite a few of those games.
0: And a lot of goals, and we'll see what the scores are in our game shortly.
1: The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital
0: Radio. Danny, I think we should go into the quiz, don't you?
1: The quiz, yeah, fair enough. I've uh, I've done it a little bit differently this week. Um, over the Christmas period, I decided to buy myself a little present. Oh,
0: you bought yourself. And oh, i got myself. A and a and he's not even football. put his phone on silent. That's usually so good that at that. That is as well. terrible. Where's a the tr- professionalism there? Really, that is horrendous. It's
1: new year, new start. It's, it's That's a fine. Terrible That's got to be a fine. It's a fine.
0: <laughs> Chatbox, how, how much shall we find Danny for having his phone on loud during the live recording of this? Let,
1: let's not make it too big of a deal of it. Right.
0: <laughs> terrible.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> the present I bought myself. ...was a little quiz book. Uh, As it turns out, I don't think it's very good. Oh, well, Uh, it
0: happens, doesn't it?
1: I I have randomly picked one of the the questions out, and the heading of the page is Ryan Giggs. Oh, Ryan Giggs. So the question... Local lad. ...is (laughs) how Um. many full international goals did Ryan Giggs score in his 64 appearances for Wales? So how many
0: goals did Ryan Giggs score for Wales... In his 64 appearances for them, yes. it's an I had a guess and it was wrong, um, but chat box, get your answers in. Remember, you've got three, uh, not three, you got three. There we go, um, and then uh, get them in. Andy says, find him a screw for your Gerard shirt. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: fine. <laughs> that's I, I can fine. sort you out. That, that's <laughs> that's no problem.
0: Um, Danny, let's go on to this weekend's football fixtures and shall we? Uh, first up, FA Cup tie: Huddersfield Town are away to Southampton. What a pointless fixture for Huddersfield!
1: Absolutely. And even if there was some sort of hope when the draw was made that Huddersfield might go and get a shock, what Southampton have done over sort of like the festive period—they've they've beaten two of the big boys on the way through to this game. So it's really not looking good for Huddersfield. It's
0: just a boring fixture. It's, it's, it's not so boring. Great. If you want a Premier League side, you want one of the big ones. Yeah. And these aren't a big one. Not really, no. I mean, in terms of what they've got, yes. I mean, I was in a conversation with a scout I know um, at a professional club, and I really like one of Southampton's goalkeepers, Alex McCarthy. I think he's brilliant. Rumour has it, he's on 80 grand a week. Oh. A goalkeeper who has been sub for most of the season, eighty grand a week. Unreal. So in terms of that, yes, they're big, but they're not a top six side. They're not a Spurs. They're not a Man U, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea. They're not one of their mother.
1: No, definitely. In the FA Cup, if you either want somebody very beatable, or you want, you know, a team like you say, like one of the one of the top sides, just so you can. Maybe have that day in the sun. If you don't end up winning the FA Cup, you can only say, "Well, we turned Chelsea over in their own back garden."
0: Exactly. Very,
1: very much like Bradford City did. Uh, Them years, years ago. Yeah,
0: because oh, that was just brilliant, game. unreal. John Stead, just a legend, though, innit?
1: not Yeah, I think they were talking. I can't remember what I saw it on, but they were talking about a game of the decade, and I think that was that was one of that the that was up there on the shortlist. It, which, co- it has to be two 0 down at Stamford Bridge, and then you you turn it around and you win four two in an FA Cup game. Unreal, unbelievable. What
0: a day. But yeah, it's just for me, it's a pointless game. you look at Southampton; they want to stay in their league, yeah, but they're probably going to put a fairly strong, a- strong side out. Huddersfield, <laughs> they need to concentrate on the league, as Definitely. proven last weekend when they beat when they lost to Stoke five two, and it's a long way to travel. It's a lot of expense for the club and it's not a game where you can put players out that haven't really been playing no because you don't want to
1: embarrass yourselves even more no definitely not because you don't want to go from a 5-2 home loss to, to go to somewhere like Southampton who earlier in the season lost 9-1 and then maybe get beaten 8-0 or something like that yeah. you, you, you don't want that if you're going to go to lose you only want to lose by a goal and it,
0: and you don't even want to go to lose really not, not really it's no. just it just seems to me one of the, the most pointless pointless fixtures in the FA Cup. Yeah. If it had been somewhere like Rochdale away, mm. you've got a bit more of that Yorkshire-Lancashire thing about yeah. it. And it's, you know, it's a short away trip. People would go because it's only over, yeah. over Pennines, that sort of stuff, and it's a game that town might go out and win, or we get to see some, some younger players play. Not too much of an expense for the club in terms of the what have to fly down, the what have to hire a hotel. They just get the coach over in the morning. It'd have been fine, and it's a game they probably would have won. And they can be like, "Oh well, yeah, we beat Rochdale. Okay, let's have a big club next in home game, play a few youngsters in front of them, lose out and concentrate on the league." Yeah. It's just I know I sound really negative, but it generally is just.
1: Boring. Yeah, not it, I, it is. I, I, it's I'd, just I'd absolu- boring. I'd absolutely agree because I, I can't see either of these two sides winning it. No, I imagine uh, Southampton might go the furthest. <laughs> out I of mean, yeah, out of the two, because whoever wins obviously goes through. But if they weren't playing each other, I'd fancy maybe Southampton to make an appearance a bit later on. Yeah, then they're not going to win it, or at least I don't think they are.
0: On a, on a Saturday, if I'm not playing football myself or busy doing anything, I, I'm constantly on the phone checking results. Who's winning? Who's losing? I'm not going to be like, oh, I hope field are winning. Checking every two minutes because we might have a chance. It's going to be like, have they scored yet? Yeah. Has it just been another pointless game? And then what happens if they draw and then they have to come up to John Smith Stadium? It's another game that we don't really need. No. Um, Helen says that she'll look after you, Danny. Don't worry. You're a favourite. Oh. No. So they go.
1: i um, will do me. My job's done. I, I can go now. <laughs>
0: so quickly, just about... The last two games, Town had played the Blackburn game. I was there. I thought they played really well. Mounier scored an absolute world. They had a good yeah. game. Um, we all know my thoughts on Steve Mooney, It's not the greatest, but I thought he played really well. Yeah. If I'm honest with you, and that goal really, I was pre- I was uh, happy for him. Yeah. Um. And that's not something I normally am, but I was definitely happy for him and deserved that goal that game. Um they played really well against Blackburn because I don't think Blackburn are a bad side if I'm or not
1: no they, they are quite decent and they are looking up to, to the playoffs exactly they, really? so. and don't forget Town were losing
0: 1-0 as well Yeah. and in the past few seasons we've never really come back from a goal down no. and it's been so nice to see it it's happened a couple of times now
1: yeah I think the, the mood kind of changed like when they were in the Premier League and they went 1-0 down th- the heads dropped and yeah, probably the best case scenario is they can score a goal and get a draw, and then that's yeah. it. But there was some belief, and as you say, they played really well. It was almost as if was, right, we've made a, we've made an error here. We shouldn't have let them score, and they turned it around and they played better all over all over the pitch, and they got the points that they deserved. They
0: really did. Even even when they went a goal down, I thought that Huddersfield Town could still get three points out of the game. Yeah, agreed. Whereas previous seasons a goal down and you think alright oh, well might as well just go home now yeah. it's not going to get anything out of it um, and then to lose to Stoke 5-2 Danny there were 2-1 up I know
1: I, I mean it just
0: fell apart
1: yeah and the Stoke went one nil up it wasn't looking great because Stoke looked like the better side in the first half second half come around and all of a sudden hundreds town this new lease of life almost what you kind of saw against Black- Blackburn and you were thinking oh they're going to score and if they score they're gonna score again. Exactly what they did. Brilliant. You know, the stadium erupted, it was fantastic. It felt like Blackburn all over again. And well, Stoke weren't having any of it really, were they? Because then they turned it, turned it on. And they they did really well. I mean, Gravara made a, a huge mistake. I can't remember if it was the second or the third goal. I don't know what he were doing that far out. You can leave your defence to, to deal with that and then if they don't deal with it you're in prime position to stop any shots coming in but you know credit where credit's due Stoke played well they really did play well Huddersfield Town did fall apart but you could say that's maybe because of the pressing that Stoke were doing but Huddersfield still shouldn't have lost from that position or they shouldn't have fallen apart so quickly I should say because I think it was only it was less than 10 minutes after this goal something like that
0: wasn't it Danny and and you in a winning position no team should should be losing really, no uh, so have to get back into the game, and when you look at the league table should not be losing to a side that's below you,
1: no, but I think that's very much the huddersfield town sort of thing they, they'll they'll beat the teams who are up near the top you know playing for something, and then the teams that they need to beat to keep them below them they, they just fall apart
0: I mean it's just not good enough in a, in a sense though is it I mean no. Let's not let's not forget that since the Cowleys have come in, the job they've done is unbelievable. Yeah, they've put Huddersfield Town in a position where, okay, they're not necessarily in a relegation battle, but they are now.
1: Yeah, they they need to keep looking over their shoulder to see what everyone else is doing. Yeah, whereas before the game they were a bit more comfortable.
0: Yeah, and I just think when you games like that, Danny, you just need to you need to win them and. To lose like that is a bit of an embarrassment. Not to take anything away from Stoke, because on paper, whew, Stoke are a really good side. They are a really good side on paper.
1: They've just had a pretty horrific start for uh, for their standards, really.
0: Yeah, they've been horrendous. Mm. They really have. But, they, Town had to be better. Yeah, and I think with the fixture coming up now against Southampton, it's not really going to help well Puddersfield in the league run
1: not really no. not at all this is maybe an opportunity for for Carly to have a look at different players maybe but is it know, though try you a different system is it
0: though because you don't want to go down to a Premier League side and embarrass yourselves even more when you're just being embarrassed at home because they've come out and I mean when I sit in the press conference with with Danny and listen to him he's always talking about that the John Smith Stadium is a fortress and it has to be a fortress no one comes there and walks all over them yeah. they're just being walked all over yeah you can't really bounce back in that on a way tie in the FA Cup that doesn't really mean I'm.
1: no no definitely not but
0: so would you expect to see new players come in because um, in a way Danny is a squad big enough for new players to come in or good enough
1: to come in I'm not sure I mean there are some youngsters that have you know, put minutes in on, on the pitch recently might be a chance to put them on. Uh, Had and I, we, we keep bringing up every now and then and it is desired... Uh, sorry, what Danny Calder wants to do is, is play him on the wing. This might be a perfect opportunity to stick him out there. Yeah, it
0: could be. It could be, um,
1: but defensively, go. can we cover that? Um do pr- Probably. I mean, I know there's Brockhorn, but I don't know. Because Brockhorn's going. Is Yeah, but it might be worthwhile just sticking him on. Um, I'm I'm players players like Danny Simpson
0: yeah but what I'm saying is are they going to give some of these defensive players a rest and if any of them get injured have we got cover so you've got Hudson and I play on the right hand side of midfield he's going to work hard because he does work hard to be fair as a lad he'll be up and down but is he going to be so fatigued from playing right midfield to then go back and sit in left back for an injured uh, Jacob Brown or someone like that
1: um, I think from what I recall of Haddad is he's not necessarily he's more lightweight than he does fatigue if you know what I mean yeah. um, he can very much play the full 90 minutes he's not he is, he's fit enough to, to do that I, I believe anyway um, it's just I suppose defensively is, is very much lightweight so that's why or why I believe he was dropped from the team and Danny Simpson came in because you've got somebody who does defend, mainly, that's what he's there for, he knows how to defend, he's won a Premier League title defending, he's won a few promotions to the Premier League by defending, so he knows what he's doing. Whereas Had ever since he came in, always felt a bit lightweight, but his, I believe it was his attacking that sort of kept him in the team, and it was the thought that, you yeah, know, he might be a bit weaker, but if he plays along a five, if he messes up, there's another there's a back three of defenders that can somewhat cover him which gives him more uh, opportunities to go forward and attack.
0: Are you expecting any changes then, Danny? Uh,
1: I'd expect a, at least three or four um, in comparison to the, to the league side that, that lost at home to Stoke. It's a chance to rest players, any that are tired. It's a chance to, to have a look at some players who maybe are just sat on the bench and then not being brought on. Um, or any returning players, I'm, I'm not sure on the uh, on the injury status of some of the players at Huddersfield Town. So there might be some that are ready to come back in.
0: Yeah, it's just an interesting one because obviously when I went to the Blackburn game, we're looking at the starting lineup, and there were six players for me that I wouldn't have played. I won't want to see play. Yeah. Because of the quality and their attitude. Um, we've also we've got five known players that don't want to play for the club. Yeah. Uh, one of them has left the club today. He's gone on loan to Peterborough, and that's Reese Brown. Mm. Only made a couple of appearances with the Huddersfield because his attitude, is just not good enough. No. And that's why he's not been playing. Um, so in terms of chopping and changing, Danny, I'm not 100% sure what what the Cowleys can do because it, within the squad, they've got players that are injured and don't want to play there. And then they can go to the academy but are there, is the academy ready for this sort of challenge in the Premier League? I don't know. I don't know. It's just going to be... I'd like to see some of the players rest. Um, I'd like to, in terms of Carl and Grant, it'd be good to give him a rest. Either give him a rest or play him in his number nine role. Yeah, play him up front, yeah. Um, Schindler, give him a rest because he's more important for the league. Uh Danny Simpson, Jacob Brown, I'd like to give both of them a rest, let them recuperate for the league. Jonathan Hogg, keep him for the league. Um I'd like to just keep them for the league, really. Yeah. And just make sure they're ready. But who knows what'll happen tomorrow. I'm pretty sure they'll go out and give themselves a go. Oh
1: yeah.
0: But it is definitely still a pointless fixture for <laughs> me. Um Danny Swindon versus Bradford to inform teams in League 2.
1: Yeah, they're, they're both quite near the top, I think. Bradford are undefeated in the last 6 and I think Swindon have only lost one. So, I'll tell
0: you what I did see, Danny, and you'll be impressed with this. Because I've been impressed with this and we know what sort of stick I give Bradford. <laughs> but I think Bradford this season have won 10 games at home. Yeah. Which is Liverpool's top of this sort of league with 11 wins at home and Bradford a second with 10. Yeah. There's a couple of other teams with Bradford as well but 10 games yeah. at home, it's not
1: bad is it really? Yeah. Oh no, that's that's definitely a good thing and I, I mentioned uh, I think, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, that it was very much the away form that was the issue, they were drawing a lot of games or, or losing them all together which is is why they're not as high as, as we would expect them to be but they are still in the hunt. Um, this is very much a, a game where both teams can make a statement. Swindon well Swindon and Bradford, they're both up there. It's it's a big game because f- they 'cause they're gonna take three points away from the rival if they do end up winning it as well.
0: It is it's a big game and let's not forget both these sides have been a Premier League side, aren't they? They're healthier. Yeah. So they're not exactly small clubs within that within that league, are
1: they? No they're not. You'd expect two, these to be at the top fine out.
0: Two fairly big clubs. Um a strange one for me, Danny. I don't know what you think about this, but Owen Doyle, yeah, the Bradford City player who was on loan at Swindon and is, I think, he's a top scorer in the league.
1: Yeah, he's, he's got backfalls on.
0: And I think he was like one of the top scorers in Europe at some point as well. Yeah, I think I do vaguely remember that. Yeah, it's a
1: strange one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: and this this is why I question the manager sometimes. Yeah, because you've got a player here who. They've let go to a rival in the same league, and he's now top scorer for them, and, and he's got Swindon at the top of the league. Yeah. Whereas it could be at Bradford, and it could be Bradford at the top of the league.
1: True, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the, the thoughts were uh, on Doyle before the season. I don't know if he was established. Uh, you know, before the beginning of the season. And there like, is that, yeah, there is that. And like you said before, when there's when you've got James Vaughan and you've got Clayton Donaldson, you'd probably look. Uh, Even if he had a good game last season, you've still got those two players.
0: Yeah, he's got some quality there. Yeah,
1: he's going to struggle to get in the team, so it's worthwhile sending him out on loan so he, he can at least get some game time. As it turns out, he's been an absolute gem. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's been unearthed at Swindon and I think he's even said himself that he doesn't really want to go back to Bradford this season well I wouldn't it, it, to it be fair to stay with Swindon to be the, fair if if,
0: if I was in that situation I'd been shipped out to somewhere else and started becoming a top scorer I wouldn't want to go back to my own club
1: Yeah,
0: and be like well you didn't want me anymore so I'll stay down here now Bradford hadn't done too bad after Danny past couple of games two victories Yeah, two clean sheets yep yeah. It's not bad it's not all good stuff yeah. especially in that, that the festive period as we all know is very very busy oh yeah there's a lot of training and a lot of games and I know a lot of fans and critics say it's a lot and then the clubs say it's a lot but that's just the way it is yeah just get it's, on with it end yeah. of the day yeah. and they've come out really well
1: oh yeah definitely and it, it's like that thing there is congestion there but you know about it every season and there's, there's ways to, to work around it because it's been done before teams can turn the season around in these games because they come thick 100%. and fast 100% yeah uh, uh, did I say games I meant season did I say season season can season, turn season yeah season can turn around with these games because they come thick and fast if you're ready for it and the opponent's not brilliant all of a sudden you've got a bit of form you've got a bit of confidence a bit of momentum brilliant lead on from there It can go both ways though yeah, can't It can go the opposite way as, yeah.
0: as it's happened with a few clubs yeah. Christmas time they just start to dip
1: yeah we and won't then, name any names as, as they say the, the wheels come off but that's, that's part and parcel of it. You've In the English game, I know in, in Europe they do have this time off, but in England we all know about it. And if you come over, you know about it. And if you don't know about it, it hits you pretty hard. But it's not a secret. Everybody's aware of it.
0: Everyone's aware of it. I saw this tweet, Danny, the other day. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was about Cristiano Ronaldo. It was a video of him training um, in a swimming pool. And it said... Um, only the best train on Christmas Day or the day after Christmas Day, and it was Cristiano Ronaldo training by himself. He got so many comments about. Well, actually, everyone in England is training on Christmas Day and playing on Boxing Day, yeah. sort of thing. So he's not that. You know, he's not that special. Because no, everyone in England does it.
1: Yeah, but it. Well, is he's, uh, he's got that media presence, and he yeah he he's, does. But but end of the day,
0: his... you know the. The professional game in England, they all train on Christmas Day. They all play in Boxing Day. No, makes Cristiano Ronaldo special for doing that. No, because if it not. does, there's good couple of thousand English people yeah. or players that play in England that are just as special. Cause they spend time away from the families on Christmas Day and Boxing Day to play football to do their job. Yeah, yeah. another day to do their job. Another playing football, which is great, but
1: yeah,
0: it's to do their job.
1: Yeah. Um, to, to be fair what I can imagine that he's, he's sort of saying there is probably having a go at maybe his teammates yeah yeah maybe he, he, he's probably not thought of England when he were doing that he's probably thinking more locally than, than anything else but yeah there is that There, there is out that. out on world wide web then you're in trouble aren't you
0: Halifax are playing Barnet away Danny oh,
1: that's another tough game
0: I think it is yeah, yeah. I mean their form Halifax ok <laughs> they didn't lose to Stockport after being hammered, uh, yeah, hammered, there. hammered by them before <laughs> five-one. Um,
1: five I think it went on Boxing Day. Yeah,
0: and they got a victory over Chesterfield, so which,
1: which is a good result. Cause I think Chesterfield have only just dropped down into the league, so they'll have a they'll have a bit of something about them.
0: Two steady results for Halifax, there. I would say. Um, obviously, Barnet way got a bit of travelling. Uh, it's a decent little stadium in Barnet. Uh, I've been past it and stuff like that. It's a, it's a nice atmosphere. Um, the Barnet fans probably won't get Halifax's back because there's not many of them Mm. Um, so it's a good opportunity for them to go down there and get an away win
1: I I would say Danny definitely so but I think Barnet are one of the one of the decent sides in the division they they are I I can't quite remember where they are in the league uh, to be fair but I think I remember early on in the season they were definitely up there Uh, I've not been tracking them that that
0: no they are one of the decent sides in there they're an established I would say they were definitely an established national league side. Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't have the fan base to be a
1: league side due to, well, weather based. Yeah. Uh, They do keep sneaking up every now and then, though. Every now now and again. Forays in. uh,
0: Every now and again, but they just don't have the the fan base for it there because where Barnet is, it's in North London, so. You've got Arsenal and Spurs to compete with. Yeah, West Ham's yeah. are not too far around the corner. Yeah. And all the other London clubs in there. So yeah. it's really tough for them to compete. No doubt. In yeah. terms of fans and financially because they won't be getting the fans in because they'll sport a bigger side. Um, but they are a good established National League club and if Halifax can get a win there, it'd be really good for, for Halifax trying to get... Get themselves back up into them playoff spots, yeah. Danny. Agreed. bring they're a way to mask. Um, so disappointing to lose to Osset. Yeah, very dis- to lose four 0 as well. That is just not good enough, is it?
1: No, it is, it is a bit a bit troubling for them. I think it was at home as well. Home, so a home game, local rivals. You want to at least give them a game, even if you don't win. Obviously, you want to win, but you don't want to be turned over four 0 That's that's.
0: Yeah, it's not good enough. I don't don't know whether it was because it's an early kickoff on New Year's Day, maybe a few (laughs) of the lads have been out. Because, you know, that does happen in non league football. But to get turned over 4 0 at home against a side that's not exactly doing too great, Uh Osic could only name three subs on their bench. Really? Because of the amount of trouble that they're in at the minute in terms of financial. Um, So it's not good from Brighouse. Because, you know, we're under the impression that Brighouse are actually on a bit decent form. This second third of the season started off poor, but they really started to push themselves up in the table and really, really disappointing for them to lose to Walsic. Because this season aren't really a great side, although they do have Andy Munkhouse playing for them. Oh. He do you know who he is? No. He made... Ex-professional footballer, played a lot of games for Hartlepool United. Yeah. Oh, I do. I yeah, them, you uh, do recognize. Yeah. I thought you would do. It. He started playing for them, but yeah, this should be in Austin United. They've got some quality in the squad of Brigels now, and that's a game that they should have should have won. Yeah. Um, Barton Town are playing Liversedge Yeah. Liversedge got a good win, didn't they?
1: They did. They a very good win. Um, got four goals, got three points cars for much more than that to be fair
0: no you can't, not, not in the festive period and the amount of games that sometimes that get called off for Liversidge it's so frustrating so for them to bounce back and get a victory like that away is, is huge for them. They're, they're pushing up the league now ever so slowly which is what they want to be doing yeah. I mean they've always been up and around there but recent performances that, that victory gets them sort of back on track yeah, another victory like that this weekend against Barton Town away would be huge for them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a winnable game, definitely for them. Um, I, I reckon. Well, they've got the firepower to put some goals in. It's if if anything, um, it's a defence that may, might need looking at because they do still ship goals. I yeah, mean, you they get, ship, yeah you get that in non league anyway, but. Sometimes it's a frightening amount that they that they're in for it for a team that's they
0: do let a lot in don't chasing, they, um chasing
1: the top of the league. So it's I think they'll do it. Um, to be fair, this uh, this weekend, I, r- I really would uh, fancy them to do it. To be fair,
0: yeah. And Monday night we see Leeds United go down to London to play Arsenal. What a cup tie for Leeds United fans!
1: Yeah, definitely. So and rightfully put on TV as well. Of course, because you've got. Arteta uh, was just taking over at Arsenal I think they the beat Manchester United over the weekend um, yeah. so you know they're showing maybe signs of something turning around and then you've got Leeds uh, top two of the championship brilliant and it's going to be a proper game it's going to be exciting I really think it is there's, there's still a little bit of a rivalry I believe from when they were in the Premier League together um, I can't remember I think Leeds beat Arsenal 1-0 when Arsenal were chasing a title or something like that. Yeah. So there's still a bit of ba- bad blood between the two.
0: Yes, there is, yeah. But I think there's just going to be goals. Oh, Honestly, I, I just think yeah. there's going to be goals because 5-4 against Birmingham away. Wow, nine goals. And Leeds drew with West Brom. Yeah. And Leeds are now top of the league. So this is a really exciting time for Leeds. Okay, th- recently they've been up and down. They've got a good victory against Birmingham. Somehow managed to, to win. Um, West Brom they drew away another great result for them puts them top of the league and now to go away to Arsenal is just going to be massive.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it, it's a game that I mean some Leeds fans might say it's it's a distraction really because it they, is
0: a distraction. They're
1: in promotion but it's a good distraction. It's a good distraction. Definitely. So it, We were talking about Huddersfield Town earlier. They wanted one of the top sides. Well, Leeds have got one of the top sides.
0: Leeds have got... Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It makes it worthwhile going down and paying the money to go watch it because it's Arsenal. Yeah. And it's a... Yeah, it is a good distraction because it's a big side and being able to go watch your home side go play at a club like that is just wonderful. Yeah. And I say wonderful like it's something different but it, it generally is wonderful being able to go down and support your club at one of these big big clubs yeah you know was it sixty thousand people and emirates can be filled oh. i mean not that arsenal fill it every week because they call it the uh no no that's the empty ad don't they but it,
1: it, yeah it's, um, it's not just a city that struggle more than anyone
0: but, but arsenal do struggle to fill their seats because of how pricey they are but still for Leeds to be able to go down there and
1: yeah i'd, we, I'd fancy the, the away fans to be uh to be filling it up as much as the possible. Well, of course they fair. will. Always yeah. have a great following away, As they?
0: as we know, Leeds United have the best away of following in the world. Um, they'll follow them everywhere. I think if the could Leeds would fill out the uh, the Emirates. Yeah. I'm sure they would. But it's a good distraction, but Nketiah's left.
1: Yeah. I suppose there's that as well. Uh, thinking about to gone. the story. Are Leeds, lead's gonna feel a bit aggrieved by it.
0: Well, they haven't been playing him.
1: Yeah, it's kind of... So it's their own fault. Their own back, really, aren't they?
0: Their own fault. Leeds fans, I think, they're disappointed with that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because there isn't, uh, or at least I'm not aware of a, a, another striker to to trouble Bamford now. Is Bamford going to fall off again?
0: Who knows? You know? Who knows? Maybe they're going to sign someone permanently. So, Danny, quiz question. Just repeat again. We've only got one answer so far. It's Andy said about 18. So is that 18 or is it
1: about 18? Come on, Andy, give us a proper answer. (laughs) Um, So concerning Ryan Giggs, how many full international goals did Ryan Giggs score in his 64 appearances for Wales?
0: Come on, chat box, get your answers in before before we come to that answer. So Danny, our game that we play, we still don't have a name for it and we still don't have a sponsor for it, but let's go through it.
1: Brilliant, so we will go back to last week's games, starting with Hudsfield versus Blackburn. The score was 2-1, we both went the same, we both went 1-0, so that's 15 points for both of us. Okay, take that. That's a nice healthy start.
0: Take that, so far.
1: Birmingham versus Leeds, we know it were 5-4 to Leeds, you went 3-1, so you get 10 points.
0: Yeah. Go on, you I got 15, not
1: you? Yeah, I went 2-1. I obviously yeah. didn't go 5-4, but I got 2-1, so I got 15. Great. Bradford versus Mansfield, they won 2 nil. Obviously, you got back Bradford, so you've got no <laughs> points from that. <laughs> I went the usual uh, 2-1, so yeah. I get oh, 10 oh, points God. for that. Halifax versus Chesterfield, again, another West Yorkshire team that you're not fully behind. <laughs> they but, won 1-0. But you are. And I got behind them. Oh. I maybe... Overestimated with 2-0 But I get me 10 points And you went for the draw So there's no points for you Oh no Bottlesford versus Liversidge You went 3-1 Oh And it was 4-2 Yes so you 15. 15 points Get 10 But I went for 4-2 No you didn't So I get 30 points Oh no Brilliant oh, I couldn't no. believe it when I read I that can't, I can't believe it 4-2 Lovely Thank you Liversidge Oh no Huddersfield versus Stoke unsurprisingly well, there wasn't a perfect score here <laughs> no uh, I think we, but we did we both go for the oh no you went for the win you went 2-0 and I went 2-all no points for either of us West Good. Brom versus Leeds we both went for a West Brom win did we? we did you went 1-0 and I went 2-1 uh, obviously it was 1-all so there's no points for either of us
0: oh no Bradford here you go
1: Bradford versus Morecambe again you didn't support them no <laughs> You went for the one-all draw. They won one-nil, unsurprisingly. I was, I went for them, but I did went two-nil. To... Oh, so I only get ten points for that. Halifax versus Stockport. <sighs> to be fair, both of us went against Halifax. Oh, in this that's all right then. You went four, and I went three-one for uh, for Stockport. It was one-nil to uh, sorry nil-nil between the two, so no points for either of us. And finally, I think we both went for house against Ossett. We did. Osset won four nil, so no points for either of us. We had a terrible New Year's Day. I, I got ten points for Bradford, and that's it. Oh, um,
0: yeah, but you had a really good Boxing Day, didn't you? Wrong.
1: Boxing Day was amazing for me. Mm. Overall, I got ninety points. And what? And you got forty. Oh no! So I've added another fifty points on. Oh no! So <laughs> from the substantial lead oh, no. that I had the week before, I'm up to six hundred and sixty and you are on 545 oh no. so there is 115 between us
0: I really need to sort this
1: out you need to get some points in somewhere and where better to start than Southampton versus Huddersfield oh
0: yeah because this is going to be a, a 3-0 victory for Southampton
1: you're going to go 3-0 for Southampton yeah I I think it's going to be it's going to be quite bad again I think I'm going to go for 4 4-0 four. 4-0 Oh, I'd like to say Town are gonna score, but I don't think they are. Uh Swindon versus Bradford.
0: <laughs> We're not going for Bradford <laughs> 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 Although Swindon I've only not Owen Doyle. Um one 0 Swindon.
1: One 0 to Swindon. Oh I think this is this is the toughest it game. It is the toughest one. I'm I'm gonna have to go for the draw, I think. I might go for a 0 nil, nil. Nil nil? Because Doyle ain't playing. Uh, 0-0 So no one's going to score for Swindon And I don't fancy Bradford to score either Uh, Barnet versus Halifax 2-1
0: Halifax
1: Oh he's gone for Halifax Yeah Gone for it Oh wow
0: So if I was you I'd go for Barnet
1: That's what I'm thinking about (laughs) doing Just to spin it But I always go Oh let's go for Barnet Oh you would I'm going to go 2-0 to Barnet Oh I feel dead (laughs) Uh, That feels wrong Ugh so, last <laughs> and I think I've said that right. Yeah, I think you Brighouse. are. Brig House. What are you going for? I, I'm gonna back Brig to turn it around.
0: <laughs> Me too. I'm expecting a reaction.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking it's gonna be. Ooh, that would be a bit embarrassing. Let's sort this out. Yeah. So I'm gonna go for three nil.
0: Oh, I'm gonna go three one, Danny. Three one. Yeah. I was
1: thinking about three one, but eh, well, three nil should be enough. Barton Town versus Liversage I am going to go for Liversidge again. Yeah me too um, oh, I don't know whether to go for the heroic 4-2 again Yeah let's give it a go
0: ooh.
1: 4-2 for Liversage again
0: I'm going to go 3-1 then 3-1, 3-1 to Liversage
1: uh, Arsenal Leeds Arsenal versus Leeds yeah, It all depends on what Arsenal put out uh,
0: Same with Leeds though Because they want to yeah. concentrate on the league to Leeds really
1: Yeah.
0: I think it could be a tight one In fact you know what Leeds are going to win 1-0 Ooh. there you go
1: I do like that. said it I do like Leeds that. are going to win 1-0 back in his West Yorkshire sides today except for Bradford of course uh, of course go <laughs> back Bradford <laughs> I I think I'm going to have to go for Premier League I think I'm going to have to go for here. Arsenal um, I would I want Leeds to win it to be fair um, Oh yeah no 2-1 I think Leeds will score 2-1 to Arsenal there we and go. then finally a repeat Osset versus Brighouse Oh, they—they're they're definitely trip. playing. I do believe so. Yeah. Are you sure? I, now that you've called me out, no, I'm just—I'm just asking. I—I I believe I saw it. I, I'm just—hey,
0: look, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, just gonna asking. check.
1: I do think that it's.
0: I'm just asking if you're sure. I
1: can't remember if this is one that was called off. I I'm just I asking if you're sure. It. I remember seeing it <laughs> <laughs> on the seventh of January. Seventh of January, which yeah. is Tuesday. 7.45 kickoff, offset at home to Brighouse. That's because it's a cup game.
0: Ah, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's a cup it game. Is. So it's
1: not It's not been called off.
0: So are we expecting Brighouse to react to these as well? Especially on their <sighs> place?
1: I would add 2 0 Brighouse. It. You're going to go for 2 0 Brighouse. I might have gone for the same. Um, yeah, go I- for the same, mate, if that's what you need to do. I'm just going to go 1 0. Oh, 1 0 go to Brighouse. I, I don't think it's going to be overflowing, but it's going to be good enough, I think.
0: And that's them all, is it, Danny? That's
1: all of them for this week, yeah.
0: Lovely. So let's get back to quiz question time. Mm. Got a couple more answers. Andy has said 18 for sure. Helen, I'll have a guess because I have no idea with the quiz, but she's gone for 21. And Mike, uh, I think it's less, so we'll guess at 12. Danny, what is the answer?
1: The answer? Well, somebody has got it right. Have they? Go on, Helen. Studied. Is it Helen? Unfortunately, it's not Helen. Oh. I would like to say that it is. Mike is correct with 12. 12,
0: well done, Mike. 12
1: played. 12,
0: that's all right. You'd expect it to be a little bit more, wouldn't
1: you? I, I would have thought so, to be fair, because he was somewhat the leading man, but I think uh, when he played, they were playing a lot tougher opposition than what they are now, so I think that's why maybe Bell's scoring more.
0: Hmm. Maybe it would a bit more if they put an England shirt on. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all balls. It's I,
1: not all balls, is it, Danny? It's not. We've got some tyres again. No. Oh. It's nothing too exciting. In fact, that's the point. Have you watched your, uh, watched your DVD? Uh, yet, I've kid?
0: not watched my DVD yet, but you know what I did watch a little bit of yesterday? Yeah. Was you tagged me in a post about the F1 on Netflix, didn't you?
1: Oh, the dry, Drive to Survive?
0: Yes. I watched about five minutes of it before i had to turn it off
1: why did you have to turn it off because you were doing something else i assume not because of the
0: i'm gonna fall asleep oh are you I th- kidding and i thought i better not fall asleep while it's on <sighs> otherwise i'll miss loads of stuff so if i just turn it
1: off it's it's great it's full of bad language and yeah just Rick,
0: is it Rick, daniel Ricciardo? R- ricardo Aluf yeah ricardo. yeah he's great he's, he's amazing Aussie, yeah ricardo. yeah definitely a lot of so funny coming.
1: But anyway, uh, there's been a little bit of news. Robert Kubica, who retired um, at the end of the season, has signed on as a reserve driver with Alfa Romeo. Um, Now, this is the team that he did start his career with, but it was known as BMW uh, Sauber. But the uh, Alfa Romeo have taken over, um, taken over the team. So it's the same team, but it's just under sort of like a different. I suppose so- sponsorship, if you will. Yeah. Because uh, Mercedes were in it until around 2010, I think it was. But then they were in it before, so it depends on who, a who takes it? over. Absolutely. I mean, the racing point that they have now used to be known as Force India, but it's still the same team. It depends on on who runs it.
0: I tell you what, I didn't know that Red Bull team is Aston Martin. It is. Yeah. I had no Red, idea. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just called Red Bull, not Aston Martin.
1: Yeah exactly and uh, there's uh, Toro Rosso which is the sister team so Red Bull have two teams eh in in it but Red Bull have two teams they do yeah it's it's known as sort of like the sister team so sort of like um, Verstappen before he was in fact he's better doing it from this season uh, Red Bull had Pierre Gasly and he started the season but Alexander Albon was at Toro Rosso but they sw- swapped the drivers over because Red Bull are you allowed to do that th- they can do it yeah I, I suppose you could do it for, for any team if halfway through the season. Oh. I, d- I don't know. Uh, like a G- transfer? Yeah, effectively Giovinazzi, say he races for Alfa Romeo, but Ferrari say, no, nah, actually, he's quite good, actually. We'll sack Vettel off because, you know, they're not going to get rid of Leclerc. He has recently signed a five-year deal with Ferrari as uh, Leclerc, so that's another little bit of something that oh, I missed the other go. week. Uh-huh, there you go. <laughs> so we'll sack Vettel off, we'll get Giovinazzi in. That's not going to happen. But you know what I mean, they can do it halfway through a season, but they tend not to because championship points. Yeah, They've already got on with certain drivers and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, Kubica is always talking about. <laughs> Kubica, <laughs> yeah. Kubica. The, the team name has changed slightly because they now have a, a, another Polish sponsor. So next season they will be known as... Um, bear With Me. No, not be bearing with
0: you. Come on, so
1: as Alpha Romeo... Phone goes off and then... Alpha Romeo <laughs> <laughs> Racing Orlen. So That's Al- a, say that again. Alpha Romeo Racing Orlen. And Orlen oh. is a Polish oil company who have uh, provided sponsorship and because Robert Kubica is Polish, he's taken up the reserve driver spot.
0: So in terms of sponsorships and the way things work, so is it Red Bull that actually owns the Aston Martin F1...
1: Stuff. I uh, don't get it. No, I believe both of them are. It, I think Red Bull own the team, but Aston Martin somewhat have like a sponsorship with, so their name is attached to Red Bull. So when Red Bull oh, wins, so Aston Martin wins.
0: So it's actually Aston Martin that sponsors Red Bull.
1: In a way, yes, because uh, I think uh, Red Bull, they have, they've sort of, they've bought the team, so they own the team. So like, Alfa Romeo own the team at this moment in time yeah but because of the sponsorship deal all then get their name added on to the end of it because they'll have paid a lot of money to get their name added on
0: that's just a bit confusing isn't it
1: it is a little bit because there's a lot of I mean if you look at like the, the drivers when they come out of the cars they've just plastered in all sorts of well sponsorships sponsorship And they're just like player. adverts all along the car there's there's companies that you've heard of and there's companies that you haven't heard of Um
0: Yeah. (laughs) I just can't believe how much money is in F1, Danny. Crazy amount of money. And, because I did watch a bit of that thing on Netflix that you told me to watch in, it really is, you win by how much you spend on your car.
1: To an extent. Well, actually, at this moment in time, yeah. It is. Because you have the top three teams, but they all spend a lot of money. Whereas, I, I would maybe say Ferrari probably spend the most. Right. Um, this is without any sort of facts or anything like that, but they. It seems like each team makes a choice, so we're going to have more downforce than the others. So, at, at, at tracks where downforce is optimum, they're probably going to win. But at tracks where downforce doesn't make much difference, they're probably going to lose out to their rivals. It's deciding what the best strategy is. So you know we can win seven races here. Or we could win three races, but be competitive in more. So we might have an outside chance of winning more. It's, it's quite strategic as well.
0: But if you've got all that money, you can just make your car better, anyway.
1: You can do, but I think you you kind of need to choose whether it's be fast in the corners, fast on the straights. Ferrari usually they're they're quick on the straights, so that that's sort of like their optimum thing. If they're thinking, you know, there's a, a lot of track to go over, we're going to overtake more often than not. But whereas the Mercedes are are quicker through the corners so if Mercedes get in front of Ferrari they've then got to catch up but it depends how many corners
0: so how do you progress then into becoming one of these top teams because is it Haas?
1: Uh, Haas yeah
0: that's it yeah because they they don't have a lot of money do they?
1: not really no but they're not doing too bad Um, I suppose I mean they have got Grosjean as one of their drivers which isn't exactly great a good racing driver but he's error prone unbelievably error prone he, he just keeps he just keeps ramming into people He's so how, how do they become a top team then money just money very much money so it
0: is about money then isn't it really uh, a
1: lot of it is yeah because you need to have the top guys working on the cars and you need to catch up to the teams that are already there very, like you see in football Manchester City money look who they were in 2002 I think I don't even think they were in Premier League in 2002 I think they were in lower divisions got them sent back up oil money comes in, they could just buy any player that they want and what they did the quadruple last season, was it oh not the quadruple, no. the treble. Domestic treble. The treble, yeah. Sorry. Um yeah, domestic treble and now so It's just money, money in it's yeah. Pay for one of the best managers money. in the world, best players in the world. Same happens with Formula Formula One. You can pay for best uh, best car parts, Fair best enough. drivers.
0: Fair enough. Well that clears up a little some stuff for me. I hope you found my questions interesting. And mm. I was impressed with you, actually, there. Definitely so, I like i like to try throw you off as much as I can, but...
1: I, I know. Fun, funnily enough, I, I didn't feel confident when you <laughs> when you threw the first question at me, but I soon got rolling. So, yeah,
0: because yeah, I, t- I do like to throw you off, but you did well I'm impressed.
1: The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD
0: Hospital Radio. Rugby league, rugby league. Now, after last week's breaking news... That we're now going to be covering the Bradford Bulls home games, which I'll be doing. I still need someone else to, to co-present with me. Danny, obviously, you're more than welcome, if is, you fancy is it. Is this for
1: the Bradford Bulls? For the Bradford Bulls. Ah. I, I thought you said Dewsbury last week.
0: No, I said Bradford Bulls. Oh. We do Dewsbury anyway. Yeah, I know, I said we're doing Bradford as well. Yeah. So I'm still looking for a co-host. Um, but now they're relevant to us, because we're going to be doing their commentary Reese Evans has joined Leeds Rhinos on a season long loan which is a strange one you would say because he's gone up a league
1: yeah you don't see that too often it
0: doesn't happen it doesn't happen a lot but it's it's one of them things where if a Super League comes in for you you have to go you have to go it's one of them things and in return Bradford are going to get two Leeds players on loan as well oh. I don't know who they are yet um, but there will be two Leeds Rhinos players coming to Bradford. and um, they play Hunslet away this weekend in a pre-season friendly and the Dewsbury Rams they are also away this, this weekend in pre-season friendly they play at Keighley Cougars and the Rams have signed Reese Davis on a one year deal who is a second rower so it will be interesting to see how he does and if he's in the team this weekend The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny It's not all balls It's not all balls now we're going to talk about sharp things
1: yeah, needles.
0: A little bit like that. Darts. Oh, um. darts. I'm so dis. I enjoyed oh. the darts this 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 Christmas, but I was so disappointed, Danny, on New Year's Day.
1: Oh, I loved it.
0: I know I, it were great, but yeah. I was disappointed for this reason. Before the tournament, I put this bet on. Oh, okay. Six questions. Will. No. Let's let's go for this one first. <laughs> Will there be four or more 170 checkouts? Yes. I said yes, yeah. and there was. Will there be a nine data? I said no, and there wasn't. Will Gerwin Price reach the semifinals? I said yes, he did. Will Peter Wright reach a quarterfinal? I said yes, he did. Will there be 860 or more 180s? I said yes, there were. This is all for 500 quid, if all these come in. Michael Van Gerwen to win the World Championship. I said yes. Danny, who did he lose to? He
1: lost to my pick, Peter Wright. Peter
0: Wright in the final. I couldn't believe it. I was absolutely
1: gutted. I mean, because I didn't have any money on the line. I mean, I was quite impressed that, that you went for Michael Van Gerwen and I went for Peter Wright. And that was the final.
0: Well, that's because, Danny, we're really good
1: sports broadcasters. It's starting to sound like we actually know what we're on about. It
0: really, really does, doesn't it? (laughs) It was a really good game. Did you watch the game?
1: I did watch it, yeah. Of the two darts games that I've sat down to watch in like the past year and a half, (laughs) it it was the most recent. (laughs) The most recent. Yeah,
0: It was a good game. And to be fair... Peter Wright looked so confident. He looked so cool and so confident. Didn't it he were, was.
1: It were was really good. I think if I'd have seen the, because I knew that there were a bit of a spat between him and Gerwin Price in the semi final. Yes, there were. And what, uh, what Peter Wright said after that, if I hadn't have picked Peter Wright going into the final, I would have picked him after that semi final because what he said was. Uh, I think Gerwin Price made a comment about his concentration or he was trying to get him a focus or something like that. And Peter Wright says, well, that's exactly what I did, and I beat him, yeah. or, and he lost or something like that. And after he said that, I was thinking, oh, this is, this is a man who's was confident. to win a title. Yeah. He
0: was confident. He fa- he, I think he's found, he found his right darts. But it, knowing yeah. Peter Wright, he'll probably change them soon. Yeah. Um, but that, I think what happened with Gerwin Price was a bit of verbals, but I will say that they did make up and yeah. they have made friends you know they WhatsApp to each other and wish yeah. to each other all the best because at the end of the day there's a lot at stake yeah a lot at stake Gerwin Price is very it looks very physical because he is an ex rugby player yeah he's, he's um, further, isn't he? but he generally is quite a nice guy as well yeah um, watching interviews and things like that but he wants to win so he's very very competitive and so is Peter Wright
1: yeah
0: Peter Wright wants to win Two com- very competitive people there, and to see that they would made up like that and um, over WhatsApp and them showing it—it's it, just great for the sport. It just shows how good it is. Peter Wright was fantastic. Yeah, he was absolutely fantastic. Michael Van Gerwen just looked a bit unsettled in that final. I don't know what it was.
1: Yeah, I know. I remember there were there were two sets where he had a lot of chances at a double, and yes, Peter Wright caught up and overtook him. If if would had taken taken one of those sets.
0: If it had taken it, both them it, sets, he'd have won it, and it'd have been
1: five hundred quid up. Probably would have. Been, yeah, I'd <laughs> have
0: <it> been happy. <laughs> um, so it was, it was a strange one, but fair play to Peter, right? He's, yeah, he, he, he played it, really well. I think he deserved it. To be fair, yeah, yeah.
1: definitely. I think in, in the other sets that he played, he, he, he did out out outshine uh, Michael van Gerwen when Ver, when when van Gerwen was playing well. Um, but it, it, I think the the big one was very much the I think. Did he have seven darts at one double and he missed all yeah, of them? Yeah, yeah he did. That's unusual for, for Van Gerwen because even though I'm not necessarily up to the spot I know how good Michael Van Gerwen is.
0: Exactly, you know how good he is. And um, I think it was a day after Van Gerwen's announced that he's now part of the Windmill team. Five year deal. Mm. So he's changing his darts, he's changing his shirt. It's still going to be the, the all green but Van Gerwen in Hasn't changed his darts in eight years. Yeah. Eight years. He's only had three sets of darts. And after eight years, he's finally changing them to win now. I've had a look at the darts. Look, They're obviously very similar to his other ones, but it's a change. Yeah. Um. Maybe he just didn't feel confident in his darts anymore. Or maybe it had it in his head that he was going to be changing darts very shortly. And maybe that was one of the reasons why he didn't go on and win it.
1: Yeah, maybe so. I mean, if he's looking at... at Peter Wright and Peter Wright's getting some good success from having changed his darts maybe he's I don't know caught daydreaming of of what might be it could be that (laughs) and you wanted to talk about someone else Danny didn't you I did Um, Fallon Sherrick she has been announced as one of the challengers for the uh, upcoming Premier League Premier
0: League yes so what happens after the World Championships they pick um, well now they're picking nine players yeah um, who will play in the Premier League, which is a weekly thing and basically you get a decent amount of money for playing in the Premier League It is the best players in the world There and thereabouts the top four ranking players get involved They have a wild card, which is Glenn Durant this year who's had a fantastic year in his first year and Other players and, and things like that, but Fallon Sherrick. Yep. She's going to Nottingham yep. She's been out as a challenger she's doing fantastically well. She's been invited to the world series. So she'll be playing in Australia, she'll be playing in America. But she's not got a tour card. Q schools coming up this month. Be interesting to see if she goes because that's where it all starts. You need a you need a a card. You need a tour card to go and play in these big events. She's been invited as um a wild card sort of thing yeah okay she's shown so that she can play but she's got to show that she can play in terms of Q school and, and winning the tour card so that's the next thing for her but it's fantastic achievement for herself yeah. obviously she pulled out the BDO Women's World Champs because the BDO can't sell tickets for their event hmm. and the prize money's gone down it yeah. just shows what a fast that, that that company not the company but what's the word And that organisation is yeah um BDC is is Clearly the best, it's, and that's why people are coming over.
1: Yeah, it's the leading uh, one from what I've. But you, I'm
0: aware you shouldn't of. be taking prize money off people, should you? It's just
1: poor, is that? No, de- definitely not. It's because the, the I'd have thought that the idea of the prize money would be somewhat guaranteed, maybe through a sponsor, or you know, it it would come from somewhere. That it'd be put up by uh, even a company. Just things like that and yeah. it's, it's strange for it to disappear.
0: But they just can't sell the tickets because the quality is that not that good and it showed in the Grand Slam. Well that's just about it for us in 2020 for his first show. Thank you very much. Not feeling great, but we'll get better, won't we, Danny? We will indeed. Say they the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio.